our next storyteller is Scott Anaya. And you guys may know Scott either from his two professions, which I have one that I can't even keep track of, and he has two. Uh, one is running Crush, which is a very popular Anchorage wine bar. Thank you for opening it. Uh, and the other is running the Alaska Center for the Environment. And... And we are about to hear a story about before he, like, the glimmer of any of these things were even in his eyes. So, Scott Anaya. Yeah, well, well before any of this was a glimmer. I, I grew up in suburbia Cleveland. And uh, as anybody did in high school, we, you know, found uh, secluded places to, you know, drive the car and go park. Um, Mine happened to be um, at the edge of civilization where suburbia turned into uh, country. And it was a country road I knew really well. It was about 10, 12 miles long, and I could drive up to 100 miles an hour on it just because we knew every curve. And my high school girlfriend and I would often head out on that road to our destination, which uh, I didn't think was too odd till I told this story for the first time some years later, but it was a cemetery. Very secluded. <laughs> Perfect for high school. Uh, so getting there was uh, in the uh, 78 Grand Prix, two-tone lime green uh, Grand Prix. Um, awesome car. Uh, great car to drag race in. Um, it looked like mom's car, which it was, but it was fast. Uh, so anyway, we reached the destination, the cemetery, and... Uh, there was a little bit more room in the back seat, so it was uh, kind of our customary procedure to hop back there um, and make ourselves comfortable and do what high school kids in love do. <laughs> Public radio will keep it PG-13-ish. Um, well, so we're doing what high school kids do in the back seat of that Grand Prix. Um, it was very comfortable, very fun, uh, very exciting. My heart raced. Uh, I didn't barf. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was very distracted one night, really distracted. Um, there was a really bright light way off in the distance, and it was odd. It was an odd bright light. Sort of where airplanes normally flew from kind of left to right heading to Cleveland Hopkins Airport, way off in the distance. But this light didn't really move that way. It sort of stayed the same, but would get brighter. Uh, and <laughs> even though I was in the moment and uh, having a lot of fun, I couldn't help but stare through my high school girlfriend's strawberry red blonde hair. Um, and uh, trail off mid-kiss um, because this light was getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And then it started moving really weird. And clearly my high school girlfriend thought something was wrong with her and uh, kept asking questions. Finally, the light is moving so odd off in the distance and it's kind of coming toward us in spurts and left to right motion. And so we're watching this light. Clearly it's not anything normal. I did confirm this story uh, maybe 10, 12 years ago with my high school girlfriend, and uh, I was telling it right for the previous 10 or 12 years. Um, don't add it up so you know how old I am. 
But uh, the modern marvels of Facebook, I once again confirmed this story a couple of days ago, and she gave me permission to tell it, uh, as long as it was on Alaska Public Radio, not NPR, NPR. <laughs> Lest her parents in Michigan would hear this story and keel over. Um, but the light is coming all of a sudden very fast toward us, um, and, and, and it's getting bigger, and it's just a big, bright light that isn't protruding light, but it's just shining and shimmering. Um, but it's really bright. Um, but it's not, you know, shooting a beam or anything. It's, it's coming directly toward us. So we hop back in the front seat and start the car engine um, because we want to get closer to it. <laughs> and we, we pull out of the cemetery to the country road that we know really well, and it starts moving parallel to the country road. So we get out on the road and, and are moving, and it's speeding up, and we're going 60, 80 miles an hour, and then all of a sudden it would slow down. And then we'd be going 20 or 30 miles parallel. Kind of, uh, we're going to meet sometime, in, uh, you know, a few miles down the road. Really odd. I mean, we're pinching ourselves. Uh, we're, we're, you know, we're just kind of freaked out. 100 miles an hour, 60 miles an hour, 20 miles an hour. All of a sudden, dead stop. The thing stops off to the left-hand side, and we screech on the brakes, come to a screeching halt. It lifts up, and boom, it's gone, like just in a flash, in an instant. We kind of take off in that general direction because we want to find this thing. I mean, it was pretty cool. Um, we end up all the way out at the Great Northern Mall, right back in civilization, right back in suburbia, and we realize we've clearly gone too far. It's, we're not going to find it in the middle of all this city mess. Um, but we also realize that we're naked. <laughs> so we, we pulled to the very end of the parking lot, out of the bright parking lot lights, and got dressed. And then sped back. We wanted to go see it again. Uh, so we figured, well, let's go back to, to the location and let's hit our road and let's go check it out. We get back uh, and it is there again, sort of in the same exact distance away that we had originally saw it. Um, and we're not quite to our special spot, the cemetery. So we turned around and again, we're going parallel. Uh, 60, 80 miles an hour, 40, 20, like literally going, in, uh, it was so odd, like playing cat and mouse. And then it stopped. So we, again, hit the brakes pretty hard, backed up a little bit, pulled down this driveway, and it's this old barn, maybe 40, 50 yards. And the UFO is maybe 40, 50 yards off the ground, right behind the barn. And it's a big cowboy-shaped hat with four huge bright disc lights on it. And we're pinching each other. Do we get on it? Would you get on it? No, are we getting... And we were getting on it. We, no, we were getting on it. Well, maybe she was. I'm not quite sure if I was. And just like that, lifted up a little bit more, flash, gone. <laughs> 